This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Good to be with you today. Hopefully, everybody's staying healthy and safe. We are very blessed here in Georgia. I think we're actually the first state to kind of reopen uh, the economy back up. And uh, a lot of the restrictions last week were held back and uh, we're kind of getting back to full speed here in Georgia. Of course, there's still a lot of, I was at the Home Depot today and there's still lines in the store to make sure you're six feet apart. And so at least here in our state, we're uh, basically back to work and and uh, back to kind of full speed with the concept of making sure you still got social distancing out in public and uh, just being mindful of the elderly and, and folks who are at high risk. And uh, it's a cautious move to, to move forward. But uh, it is exciting to see the economy rev back up and I uh, get back to work here in Georgia. Well, today on the show, we're going to interview Ken Osberg. He's the director of marketing at Echo. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you know I'm a big Echo fan. I love uh, Echo products. Of course, the PB80 10 blower. Actually, my whole lineup now is Echo. My weed eater, the ed- blade edger, hedge trimmer, it's all Echo. So, uh, I'm always, uh, love chatting with the folks at Echo as you'll hear when we chat with Ken, they just uh, are passionate about their products over there at Echo. Well, thanks for today's show sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy to use app powers your sales operations and customer service all in one place. Jobber is offering a 14 day free trial. You can test it out, see if it's the CRM for your company by simply going to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. We also like to thank the Launchpreneur Academy for sponsoring today's show. Brian Fullerton has a whole bunch of resources whether you're in snow plowing or as we're switching over here to lawn care, he's got all kind of resources available at the Launchpreneur Academy. So the links for both of those will be in today's show's notes and uh, certainly check out what Brian's got to offer. And if you're looking for a CRM, check out Jobber. Well, without further ado, here's my interview with Ken Osberg. All right, we are here with Ken in Chicago or somewhere outside of Chicago. Where exactly are you at today? Well, today, Paul, I'm sitting in Lake in the Hills, Illinois, uh, which uh, is home office for me, obviously working from home. Uh, Echo's uh, headquarters is in Lake Zurich, Illinois, which is a northwest suburb of Chicago. Yes, I've been there twice and you guys got an awesome facility there and obviously awesome products. So when are you guys going to get back to being able to go into the office? Well, we're actually working on that plan right now. Um, The marketing team, my team's been working from home for the last five weeks, and now we're starting to uh, put some things up inside the office, plexiglasses to create some separation, uh, modifying some cubicles to move some folks around to create that separation. And so uh, we'll probably start to put in a couple people late this week, then uh, a little bit more starting next week. And then moving forward, start to alternate. So maybe it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday for some folks, Tuesday, Thursday for others. So we uh, are maximizing the distance uh, in between everybody, uh, but still, you know, collaborating and giving people an opportunity to see one another face to face once again. um, And uh, yeah, start to, to get back at it. So. So is the part of the facility where they actually manufacture and produce the products, is that still running? It is. Yeah. We're, we're at full, 
full schedule uh, from a production perspective, uh, full capacity, um, and all shifts. Uh, now, the, the team has gone to great lengths to create that that separation, and they're doing a lot of different things. Obviously, masks, um, keeping uh, distance between one another, alternating lunch breaks, uh, asking people to eat their lunch in the car, uh, if at all possible. And so uh, really, yeah, taking the uh, the health and welfare of our associates very, very seriously and uh, and, and going to great strides to uh, to disinfect things and, and just ensure the safety of, of everybody. Yeah. Now we were talking the other day and you said, because you guys supply Home Depot, so many of these homeowners are home for the quarantine and they're looking out saying, ah, I got to do some yard work. And so your sales have actually been going well from the Home Depot point of view, correct? Yeah, you're right, Paul. The uh, the retail side of the business has been rocking. Um, you know, as the, the weather's really helped in some areas, I know in my area here, uh, we just had an awesome weekend. Everybody's out doing some yard work. And so, um, yeah, we see the, the retail side of the business doing very well right now. Awesome. We'll get into Echo here in a few minutes, but I'm really curious. You're a marketing mind. I think we've previously chatted. You were in DECA in high school, if I remember correctly, <laughs> which right. I was as well. You were. Yeah. That's, I remember our conversation. Yeah, boy, that exactly. Yeah. DECA, the, uh, an, an association of marketing students is what it exactly. was Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was in that in high school and uh, it was a lot of fun. We would travel to different cities and, and be part of that. Now, what, what was your involvement with DECA and, and what got you into marketing in high school? We're a rare breed when you're in high school and you're obsessed you're with not, marketing. You're not get, so, A, I was too short to play any sports. I mean, they didn't even let me join the swim team. I was just too short, but I love to compete, so I had to find something. So, uh, and so I've always had a, you know, had a, a flavor for, for business. And so, uh, this, this program DECA was in our high school and I heard my dad was actually in it when he was in high school and wow. fun and, and funny story. So when the chapter started in high school, so I went to the same high school, my, my folks did Guilford high school in Rockford, Illinois. So my dad was the very first chapter president that that school had. So they started the chapter and he was the first chapter president. And then I come along and I ended up being the last president for the chapter oh, wow. because, because after uh, there was budget cuts and, and they ended up closing the program down. So, so my, my dad and I are bookends for that program at Guilford high school, which is kind of, kind of interesting. So. Is that when you started realizing that you enjoyed marketing or was it? Yeah, I, I guess cultivate? so. I guess so. I mean, it, it really, you know, the creative aspect, um, you know, being able to interact and get on stage and, and work with people and do presentations and it, all that excited me. So um, in DECA, you know, I made it to uh, uh, state president and, and that, wow. that, yeah, so that was it. That was a absolute yeah. blast. I mean, I got to travel to all these different high schools and interact with the other chapters and we had state conferences where we competed and everybody had to bring a project and present and, and then, and then you get to go to uh, regionals and nationals and, and nationals was like what you see on television with the mm -hmm. Democrat or a Republican national convention. It, it was the exact same thing for high schools. So oh, yeah. you, get, you, you fill these arenas, all these states are sitting together with their signs up, like, you know, Illinois is number one and chanting for the, if they had someone running for a national office. And so it was just so much energy, so much fun. Uh, and like I said, it was competitive and creative. 
and camaraderie. It was just such a highlight for me. And uh, really, you know, I, I think back, you know, you you get a flavor for a lot of different things in, in these types of programs. You, you find out what you're good at. And so many people have a, you know, have this uh, fear of, of talking in front of people, get on stage and, and this. And so talk about a program that is going to break you right now of that, because in DECA, it, as you probably remember, I mean, you were presenting, you were on stage, you were doing a oh, lot yeah. of, a lot of different things. And so I think that's what really helped me um, in my career today, get beyond that fear of, of public speaking, you know, and, and I, I really, I look back at that and say, yep, that, that really broke me, so to speak. I might get butterflies and things like that, but you know, it's still, I feel so much more comfortable up in front of people um, because of my experiences I had uh, in the DECA program. That's awesome. So we know you've been at Echo now for a while. What, how'd you get then from DECA to Echo? What, what, where'd you go to college? <laughs> what, what was the rest of your career to, to, to get you to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So uh, long story short, so I went to Illinois State. Uh, I started out with a marketing uh, degree path, and I ended up in a finance uh, path, and actually graduated uh, graduated with undergrad in uh, in finance because I fell in love with um, you know the whole stocks and bonds type of uh, mm-hmm. trading, and, and I, I just that really got me excited. I, I wanted to pursue that. Um, graduated with the degree, looked at it from a career perspective, and it was really an uphill battle for you know. Fresh out a college, you know, you, everything was commission based. You had to rent your office space, buy all your materials, and I mean, you come out with, with uh, you come out with um, loans, and it's just such a hurdle to actually get started in that business at that age. So I, I walked away from that. My folks uh, at the time had a family business, so I, I entered that for a while. We we worked together for a few years. Uh, they sold that business. And from there, I, I needed to find a job. So I ended up in marketing uh, at a local company in Rockford. And uh, kind of from there, just it went, right? So I was I was in product development. I was in uh, marketing from a traditional brand marketing, channel marketing. Um, and I was at that company for a number of years, then moved to Milwaukee uh, to a company called Gardner Bender in Milwaukee, also product management there. Uh, from that company, I moved back to Illinois, uh, worked for Robert Bosch Tool Corporation for roughly 11 or 12 years uh, with multiple different um, areas, product management, channel marketing, uh, brand, and uh, just had a, a really good experience there. And then from Bosch, uh, I had an opportunity to move to Echo, and uh, that was about five years ago, and came to Echo, and it's it's been just such a great uh, move for me really enjoy the company really enjoy the work and the people and it just and uh, uh, just love it they're having a great time right now yeah well you guys got awesome products so marketing an excellent product is uh you know satisfying work so tell us exactly what you do in marketing for echo okay so I'm the director of marketing for echo so uh, so my group's responsible for the creative so we've got a creative services group that does all the the design work. Then there's a group of brand marketing where they're working on trade publications. They work on trade shows, uh, campaigns such as, you know, if we create uh, commercials, uh, they work to get those produced. Um, All the social media work, as well as working with you. That group also is uh, very much tied with what you're doing, Paul, in in our uh, influence marketing program. Uh, So that's the brand team and communications team. And then they're 
there's a channel team as well, where the channel team is looking after our distribution partners as well as our dealer partners. Uh, and so those are our, our three pillars, if you will, the channel, the brand uh, slash communications, and then the marketing services. And so I, that, that's my team. And so we're responsible for, uh, for markets of, of North America and Latin America. So that includes Canada and then all the countries in Latin America. Awesome. Now, what's what's different than what's Wayne do? Wayne Thompson, what's he do? Yeah, so Wayne is our vice president of marketing and product management. So uh, he not only is charged with all marketing functions, uh, he's also uh, overseeing the product management uh, team as well, which all the, the product managers, uh, are, we have some uh, part specialists and part support as well that falls under that, and, and as well as the project management team as well. That's awesome. Well, you guys got a fun team up there. I've been there twice and just uh, can feel the, a lot. you guys like working there and rightfully so. It's, it's incredible um, product. So what, what excites you most, Ken, about getting up and going to work at Echo? Well, well, a lot, you know, I mean, like you said, Echo makes superior products. So it makes our job so much easier. You know, we mm-hmm. get, to st- we get to stand on the shoulders of these, these world-class products and, and shout a message and, and we're so proud of that. You can see that within the associates, you know, the folks out on the floor that, you know, they're proud to make the product. You see that from our team, you know, that are excited about, you know, putting the creative together and advertising it. And it's just, there's so much energy and it's, it just makes it a real fun environment uh, from that perspective. And then we, our MO, if you will, Paul, is is to try and do things that we haven't done before. Because you know, if you do the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results, right? And mm-hmm. so our our strategy, as simple as it is, is you know, what can we break? How can we make it better? And what what haven't we done that we need to be doing? And so with that mindset, we're able to you know go into different new avenues and. And really try and, you know, like I said, do things that Echo's never done before. Push the push the envelope, and and doing and exploring these things is just so much fun. And you know, and I and I think about the program uh, that uh, uh, the influencer program, the Echo means business, and the UAG group. I mean, that is a result of of pushing boundaries. You know, things that Echo's never been involved in before, and and, and quite frankly, taking a chance on that, and and starting a brand new program for our industry. And, and we are really excited because we get to deal with professional landscapers one-on-one very intimately, such as yourself. And we get to a understand their business uh, and work together and, and build relationships because, you know, in this day and age, it's still a people business at the end. That's, that's what it is. And so with getting to work with folks like yourself, that's what, really gets me excited, gets me up in the morning, knowing that I have an opportunity to work with so many great people, not only inside Echo, but outside Echo. And it just, it makes, it makes for a great career. The Green Industry Podcast returns in just a moment. Remember to support our sponsors who bring you the Green Industry Podcast. Paul here to share about the CRM that I personally use in my business, and that is Jobber. My favorite feature of Jobber is the ability to store my customers' cards on file. This has helped tremendously with cash flow in my business. It is convenient and helpful on the first of each month to charge my customers' cards who are on the monthly retainer program. Then, for those special one-time projects, it's easy to simply charge my customers' cards at the time of completion of the work. No more waiting for the check to arrive in the mail. 
Jobber has increased efficiency in my business. Now they are offering a free 14-day trial if you would like to explore if Jobber is the CRM for your business. We have a new link that will also get you 20% off your first six months. Just visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to get started with a 14-day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Have you ever thought about starting your own lawn and landscaping business, but not sure where to start? Look no further than LawnpreneurAcademy.com, an e-training website dedicated to helping you start and grow a successful lawn care business. Save more time and make way more money by learning exactly what it takes to grow your business to the next level. Invest in your future by first investing in yourself. Use promo code PODCAST to save 10% on all training programs today at LawnpreneurAcademy.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, Echo, you guys are producing just extraordinary products. I've been, this is my 10th season in landscaping and uh, lawn care. So I've been using, you know, weed eaters or y'all call them trimmers up in Chicago, huh? We call them weed eaters down here in Atlanta. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we do. We refer to them as trimmers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I, 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 I've never gotten used to that, but we, we call them weed eaters and then, you know, chainsaws and and blowers and, and edgers and, uh, hedge trimmers, those, you know, I've been using those for 10 years and it was a couple years. Actually, it was probably four or five years ago because I always got the BR600 blower back when that was the best blower uh, from still on the market. And I was, remember I was driving to Howard Brothers where I get my equipment one day and it was the most random coincidence because my friend Kenny, who runs a pretty big lawn care company here in Atlanta, he just randomly called me. He, we call and chat business every now and again. And he randomly called me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a blower because one of my team members at the time that I didn't train thoroughly put gas in the blower. And uh, anyway, it wasn't wasn't a good ending there for the, <laughs> for the blower or the employee. But anyway, I'm driving. I needed to get a new blower. So I'm driving and he's like, oh, he's like, you need to check out the Echo uh, 770 blower. And I was like, ah, I'm a steel guy. I'm going to get a steel. And no, no, no. He's like, I've been trying it or using it. He's like, you got to try it. And I really respect this guy. He's one of my mentors. So I was like, ah, whatever. You know, they're about the same price. So I, I always bought the steel blower and I got the Echo, you know, 770 blower. And that thing, I mean, we put, you know, we do basic maintenance once a year. Um, the new spark plug and air filter, you know, just simple things, but we've never even had to repair it. It's just, uh, the durability to your guys' products. And then obviously I've updated since then to the PB8010, which we've nicknamed the beast. But I mean, that's just in the blower line. And I've, you know, switched over to the SRM 2620 weed eater and uh, recently got an edger. I mean, you guys, your guys' products are awesome, Ken. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, you know what we want to do is, is put the products in people's hands and let them decide for themselves. I mean, we can... and sit and talk about how great they are and the features and the specs and things like that. But really where the rubber meets the road, you know, our number one goal is to put it in the user's hands and in, in, Hey, they might be, um, you know, behind other brands and that's okay. But I tell you what, when we put that product in their hands, they're going to have a problem because they're going to have some decisions to make because we, we really believe in the, in the echo product and, and by putting it in their hands, they get to feel the power the weight, the startability, all these things uh, creates problem for some people who might have, uh, 
you know, had different ideas of what Echo was all about. And so that's that's our number one. And uh, so important for us is to, uh, is to have these live in-person events where we can get with these users one-on-one and, and get these products in their hands. Yeah, and it's fun when we get to come up to Echo and, you know, talk with the, I think, who's the gentleman that makes the chainsaws, Brad? or Oh, the product manager, Brad Mace? Yeah, I mean, get to talk with Brad and then, you know, different folks that are actually designing and engineering these products and getting to share with them what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I'm looking for and and you know the, to see them attentively listening to us it it makes you feel you know heard and 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 you guys are definitely giving a great effort to to put the best product out there so we appreciate that well i mean that's where everything starts is with the user everything from a product development perspective from a marketing perspective and that's that's something we really are trying to to uh, incorporate into the culture at echo is the user is first Everything comes from there. So a finance person, when they're working on something in finance, they have to ask themselves, how is this going to impact the user? It's so important. So for sure, from a product development, for sure, from a marketing perspective, but all these other cross-functional areas, what about operations, right? When they go to do something new, how is this going to affect our um, our end user? And everything comes from the end user. And that's that's the mindset that, uh, that we have and, and uh, need to have if we're going to be successful. Yeah. Well, you guys are definitely crushing it. So what, tell us the story a little bit. I know, you know, just growing up, I've always seen Echo and Home Depot. Then when did you start or what's your like ratios of how much sales you do to the home, you know, to the uh, retail homeowner versus us as professionals? Uh, Cause you guys really seem to have a lot of momentum towards us professionals lately. How, what's kind of the breakdown of that? Well, from a, from a product perspective from a marketing perspective we are very much focused on the pro so and you've probably noticed a lot of our new products lately and a lot of our innovation has all been in that x series mm-hmm. line and is is re, you know which is geared directly to the pro so our advertising um the sub branding behind x series and all the innovation all is wrapped up in the the pro and and that's our strategy that's our focus um we sell um products through the Home Depot, they, they have some, uh, home, we'll say homeowner price products. They also have uh, some uh, professionally priced products. So they, they do sell the gamut, but from, you know, from the marketing and the, the key strategy, we're focused on the pro, bringing innovation, bringing uh, productivity and all those things that the pro needs. Um, now we do have, like I said, we've got these lines that are, uh, uh, we'll say opening price point for, uh, for Echo and uh, yeah, they're sold in retail right next to some of the higher price ones that are designed and built for the pros. So. That's awesome. So can you buy, if you don't have a dealer near you, I mean, thankfully I got a dealer, you know, right next, right outside the neighborhood we work in, uh, has is a dealer that sells Echo. But what about guys that don't might not have Echo near them? How how do you get a hold of an Echo product? Yeah, so um, so th- for sure, the dealer aspect is is very important for us. I mean, you had asked, you know, what what does it look like? Is there you guys, uh, you know, um, retail versus the the dealer side? I mean, we're very well balanced from that perspective. Uh, so we have a a, a great. Uh, channel of distribution through the independent dealer network. So there's a there's a ton of points uh, of touch touch points out there from an echo perspective in the dealers. Um, so if someone doesn't have a dealer in their area, uh, actually what we just started this year is uh, dealers are now uh, 
able to sell online uh, and sell the Echo product, which is new, brand new this year. So they might have always been an Echo dealer and, and have a storefront and, and sell through the door. Uh, but an online component it was never part of uh, part of the program until this year. So those that are capable to handle e-commerce and be able to ship, uh, that's that's available now. So guys that, uh, like as you said, may not have a local dealer, they can jump online, do a search, find a participating e-commerce dealer, and those are identified on our dealer locator page with a little uh, e-com bug. And so we're trying to make it very easy for those who are in need of Echo product to find a dealer who is e-commerce capable and get the product shipped to them. Awesome. I'm looking at that right now. Well, Ken, I'm curious. I wanted to ask you to, uh, my audience is, you know, a lot of guys own lawn care companies, cutting that grass, making that cash or landscape installation companies. we got a lot of hardscapers uh, that listen to the show as well. And you've been you know, quarantined here, you've been interviewing uh, some of the professionals, but what advice would you have for us as lawn care owners, as landscaping, you know, landscape owners coming out of this quarantine and uh, getting off to a late, for many guys listening, you know, a late start to the season, uh, what would be kind of your insights, motivation, uh, any, you know, encouragement that you have for us? Yeah, I would say, uh, don't slow down with the uh, with the marketing and getting getting your company's name out there. Uh, you know the situation's changing. You know for a lot of people. You know some people might be falling on hard times. They might have lost a, a job. Others not so much. Some are busier now than ever before. So mm-hmm. you, you you quite don't know what um, your neighbor or your uh, the guy in the community you know what their situation is. So my suggestion is. Don't if you're able to work and you're able to be outside the house, don't slow down. Get your name out there. Continue to do those marketing activities, and if anything, step it up um, and uh, and try and win that mind share and that uh, and get those new accounts going because it's it's so dynamic. Things are changing, um, and so uh, if things have worked for you in the past, keep on doing that and 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 don't slow down. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it, Ken. You have anything else you want to share while you're on the show? Uh, nothing that comes to mind, Paul. I really appreciate the opportunity. Always great to chat with you and uh, and catch up and and uh, yeah, and talk DECA and all those kind of things that we have in common. That's awesome. Yeah, and hopefully, I'll, are you going to? If we have, I, we interviewed. I think it was last week, Chris Kaiser, who runs the um, OPEI and the GIE. We had him on the show, and he said that because the um right now the kentucky exposition center is like a hospital and uh but he said that the kentucky derby is still scheduled so that's a very 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 good sign because if they're going to have the kentucky derby uh which is a few weeks before gie then he's very optimistic we're going to have gie so hopefully i'll be seeing you there are you going to go i'm assuming oh oh absolutely that that's our big super bowl from a trade show perspective we do a lot of you know, regional shows around the country and a lot of dealer events. But when it comes to trade shows, GIE is our Super Bowl. We uh, we pull out all the stops for that. As you know, we, uh, um, you know, we have the indoor booth, we have the outdoor demo area. Uh, and then we, um, we also are sponsoring the uh, social media lounge as well that goes on that was brand new last year for GIE and which uh, uh, will be part of the show again this year. So we're really looking forward to having another show this year and and uh, seeing everybody once again, like Chris Kaiser had mentioned, it's it's our annual family get together, and so we uh, we appreciate being part of that family, and look forward to seeing everybody there. 
Yeah, that's a big family reunion. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you there. And you guys are teasing. You got a new product coming out or what? Well, you know, we uh, we we don't slow down. You know, it, we just keep innovating. And so I can't say a whole lot. But uh, what I can say is, uh, you know, there's there's always great things coming from Echo. So everybody's just going to have to keep an eye out. And uh, we uh, we can't wait to tell everybody more uh, when we can. So. Okay. Well, that, that's a good, in radio, we call that a tease. That, that was a real good tease there. <laughs> uh, cool. yep. Well, I appreciate it, Ken. Well, thank you, Paul. Yep. Really appreciate the time and the opportunity to chat with you. Always good chatting with the folks over there at Echo. Looks like uh, Ken's in the quarantine, but uh, I've been twice to their world headquarters there in Lake Zurich, Illinois. And, uh, my greatest memory from there is they, I've never had Chicago deep dish, like real pizza. And they had us up one year and uh, out in the parking lot, these guys got there. I think it was probably like 8.45, 9 a.m. I watched the pizza truck roll in. And then these guys make like this homemade Chicago deep dish. Oh my gosh. I was on a diet and I said, forget that. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know how many pieces, slices, of the Chicago deep dish pizza I had there in the Echo parking lot. A lot. It was so good. And then the taco truck was there. It's like, you can't, you ha- I mean, it's federal law. You have to have a taco from the taco truck, right? So uh, I had some of that. I mean, I was bloated. And then I got on a flight to, out, flew out to San Jose, California. Then that night, slept like a baby <laughs> after all those tacos and pizza. And uh <laughs> anyway, uh, other than pizza and tacos at the Echo uh, parking lot, it uh, you know my business has really uh, switched over to Echo over the last couple of years. My PB eighty ten blower and uh, the Echo Edger, Echo trimmer, Echo he- Echo hedge trimmer. My, I mean, my whole product line is Echo uh, because it's exceptional products. And what I love about Echo is it does not break down as fast as some of the other equipment that I've used uh, in the past. And so that's major key as business owners that were out there running that, you know, our equipment lasts as long as possible. So definitely appreciate uh, Echo hopping on the show today, specifically Ken Osberg. We certainly appreciate Ken taking time out of his quarantine schedule to join us on the show. And uh, hey, perhaps we'll um, chat with Ken again at the GIE. I'm really excited. I got a new piece of podcasting equipment that uh, I took on the road with me to the Kohler event in Mississippi and to Jason Creel's event over in Alabama and uh, took it to Brian's event up in Michigan and uh, can't wait to take it to GIE. I had just got it right after GIE. It showed up, but uh, hopefully we have GIE 2020 and I'll take it with me. It's got four. Oh, I'm a, I'm a podcast nerd, but it's got four microphone plugins. I got four, I got uh, these headsets that basically like the broadcast announcers wear that uh, plug in so we can interview up to four people at a time. So maybe we'll grab Ken, maybe Wayne, some of the guys or gals from Echo and uh, chat with them up there at GIE. It's going to be, oh man, it's going to be fun having this. I'm pretty much planning on just like chilling on the showroom floor and just interviewing so many folks uh, from um, GIE. So I'm really hoping that uh, we have GIE, which is sounding really positive that we are and uh, can't wait for that big old family reunion. Well, thanks to Jobber for sponsoring today's episode. 
You guys can try Jobber for free for 14 days by simply going to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You could also just click on the link that we'll provide in today's show's notes. And uh, if you want to switch to Jobber, I will say the onboarding process is super easy. I switched over and I got all my clients in there and I really learned how to billing and all the scheduling works within Jobber and uh, it's really helped efficiency in my business. Also, thanks to Brian Fullerton from the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast, his new show. He's got the same piece of equipment I'm telling you about. I actually, he flew me up there and I built him a studio and I got him all set up with this equipment and uh, he's having a blast with his show, Fullerton Unfiltered podcast. Make sure if you're not already subscribed to his show, subscribe to his show. We got Julio Tomei, Long Care Business Success Podcast. There's all kind of podcasts coming up here and uh, we really appreciate just the community. I mean, Brian and Julio and I, we're in a group chat and we're chatting all the time. We're just podcast nerds talking about this microphone and this piece of equipment and how we can make our shows better. And it's just, it's awesome to have friends that, uh, I, we always say iron sharpens iron. And I, I really appreciate uh, the other podcasting friends that uh, I have. Um, but anyway, I digress. Thanks, Brian, for sponsoring today's show with his Entrepreneur Academy. He's got a bunch of resources over there at Entrepreneur Academy. If you want to grow your business, check out the Launcherpreneur Academy. Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you've enjoyed the Green Industry Podcast, smash that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with future episodes. Be back soon. Stay healthy, my friends.